in this episode, we're going to cover the five pillars of podcast pitching to guarantee you get booked on 50 plus podcasts in 2024. Oof. Welcome to Why Your Podcast Isn't Growing, a podcast helping coaches, experts, business owners, or independent podcasters who want to do this full time, gain clarity around why your podcast isn't growing as fast as you'd like, and learn the steps you need to fast track slow and steady growth to gain thousands of new, highly engaged listeners. Hello and welcome back to Why Your Podcast Isn't Growing. My name is Anthony Winery and in this episode we're going to cover, with my business partner Ty Gaucher, the five pillars of podcast pitching to guarantee you get booked on 50 plus podcasts in 2024. Oh, 50, Anthony. God, I just, just want to have, f- have fun, man. Why? <laughs> I'm trying to make me do all this work. Right, look, and now before you pull out your rifle and aim a gun to our heads, yes, 50 does sound like an outrageous number, but, you know, again, we're here to challenge you. And also, I think it's a good goal just to have. If you hit it, fucking awesome. If you don't, that's also cool, right? But that's a good benchmark to have. I think it works out around, what, one one podcast a week, something like that? Well, yeah, basically, yeah. You know, it, like you say, it's a it's a, a good goal to aim for, but also it's not a lofty goal. It is actually very realistic, you know? Yeah. Um, depending on what your conversion rate is, which should be pretty good if you uh, if you implement these five pillars, um, you know, you would just be pitching to a few podcasts a week in order to basically get booked on one a week on average. So. 100%. Yeah. And I guess you even cost- get a couple of weeks off, Christmas and the one week you get ill. And a bit of context, this is something that we're actively encouraging our clients to do and to explore because we know the value of actually getting other people's podcasts, putting yourself out there in front of another audience that's already established, that's bigger than your own, and building your brand awareness and sharing value with that audience and growing your own listenership is the perfect way to, again, place yourself in the spotlight in front of an audience who are actively listening to podcasts. So with that being said, to begin with, you actually need to land on these shows in the first place. And it starts really with your pitch, right? So pitching to other podcasts to be a guest on their shows. Now, Tyg, we've probably seen tons and tons of pitches over our time, but I guess what would you say the five key pillars are uh, in no particular order? What would you say number one would be? Well, I'm actually going to give it in in order. Um, <laughs> we, we had this conversation off the mic just before. And uh, so the order we're going to give them in is the order in which uh, these pillars would feature in your pitch, assuming this is a written email pitch. Not that you have to do it that way. That's the most reliable way of doing it. Anyway, number one, personalization. Sounds very obvious, right? It, it, almost a prerequisite, but actually it isn't. Because nearly all of our clients and just really most podcasters that we speak to if they've got any kind of audience, even if they haven't, <laughs> we hear the same thing. You know, uh, I get mass pitches. I get pitched to all the time and they're all the same. You know, I got a lot of like copy and paste messages. I can tell they don't actually know who I am. You know, all this kind of stuff. And yeah, a bot or a PR person trying to just siphon off value for my audience, that kind of vibe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> as, a, as a bit more visceral. But it's no surprise because not only is he guesting on other shows, probably the most undisputed amongst the industry, throughout the industry, uh, ways of getting exposure to your podcast. It's actually just a, a very popular thing that, you know, not just podcasters are doing, but really just anyone who is putting anything out into the world, you know. And guesting on podcasts is increasingly popular each year. And there's so many people trying to do it. So there are so many pitches. And so it is so important to stand out, right? We really can't hammer that home enough. And what's the best and easiest way of doing this and just getting a foot in the door and make sure your pitch you know, goes to the top of the pile above the rest 
It's just to actually add a personal touch and show that you have at least checked out the show. You don't have to have listened to the whole episode. That's very unrealistic. If you are trying to guest on one podcast a week, you'd be pitching to a few a week. You're not going to sit there and listen to like hours of these different podcasts every week, right? So with that said, Anthony, what are some quick and actionable ways that you can add a personal touch to the pitch and show you you actually know who you're pitching to, um, you know, without just sitting there and, and listening to a whole episode all the time? And so I think the first thing you can do is in the first line, just say, hey, I checked out the podcast. I particularly liked X, Y, and Z. So again, you're calling out, number one, you've listened to the podcast, and number two, specifically, I particularly like this part, your energy, the, the questions you ask, um, the type of guests you get on, how you focus on this particular area that isn't spoken about often in our space and industry. The point is you're making it specific to them and telling them p- what particularly you like. The other thing that you could do is simply just state, hey, congratulations on 100 plus episodes. Congratulations on 300 plus episodes. Congratulations on you know having the podcast be in life for over a year. I know it's not easy. That makes it a bit more relatable, but also again, shows you've actually took the extra step Check out the podcast, and now you you know making them feel <laughs> making them feel nice. Of course, a good nice boost of ego as well. No one who doesn't like getting yeah. an email coming through saying, "Hey, by the way, I love this particular thing about your show." Um, so that lightens up the day, warms them up a little bit, and you can move on to the next part. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And and just to clarify, when you were saying to say something you liked about the podcast, you can do that just within five minutes of listening. Right? Correct. Yeah. Um, so again, you know, the, the aim is not to sit there and listen to like hours of content. Um, you don't have to, and of course, don't pretend that you did either. So you can just say, I checked out the show and I liked X, Y, Z. Um, that's not saying, you know, I listened to your whole episode or anything like that. We are just saying we checked out the show because that is really just what you have to do. So there we go. Right, Anthony, what is number two? What is the second pillar of an effective pitch? The second pillar of an effective pitch would have to say, honestly, I think is the hundred word story. So what is the hundred word story? This is what we encourage our clients to essentially condense their story, right? Their USS, which is what we call your unique selling story. Sounds this like is, the name of a ship. Yeah, there's a little bit. This is kind of your hero's journey. You are kind of like, you know, the the story where you were in the dumpster, your racks to riches, or the pain that you went through that may decide to explore what you're now currently doing with either with the podcast or just with your life and the direction you're heading in. The or what is, you're still going through, right? It can be what still going through. Exactly. Well, the point is you're trying to condense a story in an attractive way, you know, to position yourself as a story that's unique. Now for us, it's not about talking about your accolades that, that can come in and that's great. Um, but it's about how do we incorporate that, the accolades your credentials, but more importantly, your personal story. And this isn't again about boosting yourself up. Honestly, most of the time, Tyke, I'd probably say, <laughs> well, I'm laughing because we were doing this with a client the other day and um, the story wasn't trying to you know, make her look the most amazing thing in the world. It was honestly trying to position it something shocking, looking at what were the lowest points in her personal development journey? What did that look like? Um, and painting that picture vividly for her pitch. So that's an important point. So again, the 100 word story is a condensed hero's journey of where you were before, where you were after, what was the lowest point and what's made you decide to kind of move things in the direction that you are moving in. This should be relatable and also feel connected to their audience. It shouldn't just be completely random. It should be, again, related to their audience. Anthony, before we move on to the third, give me answer this in one sentence. Tell me in one sentence, why does it have to be 100 words? Why can't we actually spend longer on this part of the pitch talking about ourselves? Because people are busy. It's not about you. It's about them. Perfect. You're a stranger. 100 words is is good to kind of keep it concise. 
um, any more, you know, that you're just telling someone stuff that they, they don't actually, you know, they, did, they literally didn't ask for. So number three, and this is kind of following on for the next. So you've got your pitch, you've made sure it's personal, you know, to get them to keep reading and to, to show them that you care. You've gotten across your best bits, but in the most concise way possible within a hundred words. But ultimately you're not actually trying to pitch yourself here. So pillar number three is to really focus on pitching a topic rather than pitching yourself. Everyone pitches themselves. And don't get me wrong, most people that are pitching have got some amazing uh, attributes to them, done some amazing things. But ultimately, a topic is inherently more valuable than a person, you know, to, to someone's audience. It's not about you. It's about what value you can provide to their audience. So what we encourage our clients to do is after their 100-word story to actually suggest a topic that they believe would be valuable to their audience. And uh, you have to strike the balance here between something that you think would be good on their show particularly, i.e. maybe something that seems to be undercovered, maybe something that they do cover a lot, but you have a different angle on, and of course, what you can provide the best value on, right? Um, so you need to strike that balance between what is good for their audience and what is best for me, and actually pitch that as a topic. So you can just, you know, you can do it casually, say, I would suggest a conversation focusing on X, Y, Z, um, but I'm open to whatever, you know, something something casual like that, conversational, um, but again, just opens the door and and adds more value to your pitch because it's not just you. It's what value you can provide. No, awesome. Number four, we don't overload your pitch with a ton of links. Just have one clear link. It could be a one pager, but the whole idea is, is to keep them focused on what you want them to see. So whatever the most glamorous thing you could, you know, you can think glamorous, I don't know if that's a word, <laughs> but whatever your unique selling point is, whether that's you have a massive audience, whether that's a best-selling book you've published, um, whether that's sending them to your podcast, whatever that is, you can just have that one specific link and again, direct their attention. And of course, you can ask if you need anything else from me, let me know. And that would then lead us, I guess, to the final part right? So we've made it personalized to the actual podcast themselves, said what we like and what, you know, again, just basically, you know, boost their ego a little bit. Number two, we've shared our USS, our unique selling story. And this is kind of your condensed story of, you know, where you were before the pivotal moment, and then what made you move into the direction that you are now. You've now got the actual topic focused pitch, where again, you're suggesting the specific topic, and you're not overloading them with links. Final pillar is really more of an understanding is not something you necessarily do is more of a strategy an overall strategy when pitching to podcasts and shows um which is essentially we're not trying to get a yes or a no necessarily we're just trying to get a response right so how we finish off isn't like you know it's kind of like would you be open to exploring this as an option right we're trying to get our foot in the door we're not trying to like really you know Force the minister, like, oh, I'm excited for us to get this going. No, no, no. Again, the wording is going to be super important here. Would you be open to at least exploring this as an option? Or do you think, do you believe this would be valuable to your audience? You know, again, positioning it as a value prop for them and to their audience rather than it being something for you. Yeah, exactly. And the the other benefits to that is that one, it it just comes across less pushy. Well, it it is actually just not pushy, right? Um, which again stands out from what most people are doing. And secondly, it just opens the door to actually just foster a relationship and actually start building that, right? Because um, it's it's not so it's not just transactional of like, can I be a guest on your show? Yes or no? Book me or don't book me. It's mm. just it's just getting the ball rolling with you know your your uh, channel of communication with that person. 
there's tons of benefits you can have from building that relationship. Awesome. Now you might be thinking, guys, you've gave me a bunch of value here, but what the hell? How do I move forward? How do I make sure that number one, I actually get open in the first place, right? That your emails get open in the first place. Number two, can we use AI to fast track this process? Because it seems like a lot. And then number three, the dirty side and a bit of the ugly side when it comes to podcast pitching, when you get ignored, because you will get ignored. So how do you handle that? And that is what we'll cover in tomorrow's episode. Mm, what a cl juicy cliffhanger. And of course, for today, the call to action is take some time and write down your 100-word story thinking about where we were before, the pitfall, and after.